G'day, cuz. Yeah. Um, to all y'all that's listening <laughs> right now, you the best. <laughs> nah. All right. You don't have to. I can do it if you want. Yeah, I like you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's normal for me for you to do it. Hello, everybody. My name is Bree. And I'm Kate. And we're excited for you to join us in Working Out Wellness. I think that went really well that time. <laughs> we did it <laughs> anyway so <clears throat> so again go for the high five because we got through the the first four lines i like that it's good but the first thing we're going to do is check in we're going to check in with you first yes because i got forgotten last so funny. It's what happens when you're the therapist. No one ever checks. <laughs> no one ever asks you. <laughs> and no one asks questions when you're talking to yourself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Okay. I feel like this week has been, in one word, unbalanced. You know, Sweet. it's one of those weeks where nothing went wrong and mm-hmm. the things that did get done weren't at the top of my list and then there's some things that we're just going to turn that page over and put on a new list tomorrow Mm. and that's kind of been my week I don't think I've I feel like I haven't stopped this week and I don't get to rest tomorrow and I hate that I hate that feeling what do you have to do tomorrow I have to do my first aid training from 9am till 3pm oh my gosh yeah I'm not looking forward to it I was kind of hoping that because we still have the masks the mask um Wearing has been made mandatory for another seven days here in Brisbane. So I'm, I was kind of hoping that they were going to be like, hey, it'll be shorter because you can't do as much. <laughs> but instead they were like, you'll just have to wear your mask the whole time. And I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you guys would cancel. <laughs> yeah, I just really like it. No, I have to have to be fully first aid qualified and I'm up for my three-year renewal. So we do everything. Mm, mm. Um, so I've been doing the e-learning stuff um, tonight and just making sure I'm getting all that done. And surprisingly, I actually know a lot more than I thought because there's like in the e-learning, you watch a video and then you do a short quiz. And I've been able to skip the video entirely and just answer the questions and I'm getting it right. And I'm like, I know things. <laughs> Woo! That's good. When you do it like so many years in a row, you tend to... Resonate with some of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to having to like tourniquet, do a tourniquet tomorrow or a sling because I Mm. suck at that stuff. Also, every year I've done it, I've gone with um, workmates. This is the first year I'll be on my own. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's been going on for your week? Oh, this week has been really good. It got good yesterday. So I didn't even realize until yesterday mm-hmm. um i had my first therapy session um and two days prior to that i had a fair bit of anxiety leading up to, to the therapy session to the therapy session which i was like that's weird because it's supposed to be a therapy session i'm supposed to be like excited about but it was bringing up all the stuff that's happened over the last six months up again or bringing that up to talk to them about it that I was trying to forget it <laughs> and now I have to I've bring it up again. I've this up for so long and now I'm going to put a Mentos in it. <laughs> um, but no, it was really good. I mean, I talked for – at her, mm-hmm. not with her, for the better part of an hour and at the end of it she just kind of turned around and went, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> it's ne- it never makes you feel good though when the therapist like, goes, that's a ah! lot. <laughs> Mine said the same mean? thing. Of, You've been through a lot the last six months. <sighs> yeah, that's why I'm here. 
I know. <laughs> I'm aware, thanks. I was living it. <laughs> you were just getting that like recap at the end of the season. You're like before season two starts and they let's recap season one. Like, Shit went down in 24 episodes. <laughs> Damn. I missed, I missed a lot. <laughs> that was like me for, um, what was that show called? Everyone was crazy about it with the Throne of Swords. The Throne of Swords. Oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Thank Never you. watched it. I watched up to season three and got bored. I looked after a lot of kids named Khaleesi. That's cute though. I do mm. like that name. Yeah. Like it's a pretty name. Just doesn't mm. suit a lot of kids. No. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we, like both of the week, both of us in our last week have been exploring mindset. It was a full moon last week. Mm. Yeah, the oceans have changed. So, yep, yep. That but just dawned <laughs> on me just then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. We're in a new cycle, yeah. Tell me more about that. What does that mean? No, so the the way that it all sort of works, if you're into the heebie-jeebie, which I am, I'm sitting here currently with two crystals on me. Um, but I, I genuinely... I'm like be- looking all over. I'm like, where are they? <laughs> oh, I've got my Moldavite and I've got my um, Malachite, my transformation. I had oh. some... I had some vibes for the um, podcast. No, no, no. So, no, no. The the whole lunar chain, the whole lunar cycle, tends to have an effect. You know how all the crazies come out for the full moon? Mm. Yes, this is the remnants of it. This is the leftover pieces where people start to feel a bit dishevelled because the, the mess. Yes, this, this is, is the, the mess. We're, we're currently living in the chaos, and we yeah. need to pick ourselves back up. Yeah. It's a very normal cycle. Mm. But I just hadn't realised. You know what? That's so weird. My therapist literally said to me after our session, she said, it seems like a lot of people come in and leave you with the mess. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> How did you know? Because <laughs> she went to uni. <laughs> she knows. I was like, yes, I'm always cleaning up the mess. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm. I said, it's probably because I don't have very structured boundaries. She's like, Yeah. <laughs> She's like, that's where I was going to start. <laughs> that's good. It's that's good. good. You're going to learn your boundaries. You're going to learn mm. to say no. You're going to learn to be able to see when people are bringing you too much. Oh, my God. You will. Yeah. That will be good. But no. Um, so she, she didn't mention anything about mindset in the therapy session. No, probably because it's going to alter your frame mm. of mind. Mm. So the whole idea of um, exploring your boundaries, mm. you're going to – reset how you address things, how you think of things and yeah. the frame of mind that you're in all the time. I'm excited to do that. Actually. Yeah. So getting into that, mm. you're going to go from what's called a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Yeah. How do you explain that to your clients? I explain it by thinking about the words dynamic and stagnant. Mm-hmm. So when you think of the word stagnant, it's fixed. It's standing still. You're not making any change. You can see the world rushing around you, but you're not moving and you don't have any intent to move because why move? Um, A growth mindset is dynamic. It's constantly evolving. It's constantly moving. It's constantly striving, working towards something different. I love that. So they tend to link a fixed mindset with depression, the fear of not being able to change the past. Mm. And a growth mindset is about the opposite of being focused on moving forward away from that past. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. And how do you, like, how would you, um, if you had a consult with a client, 
how would you figure out or work out what mindset that client was currently in? That comes from conversation and reflective practice on their behalf. Mm. There's a lot of conversations that you can have. You know what? It's pretty freaking obvious. When you talk to somebody, you can tell, you ask about their goals, you ask about where do they see themselves. Um, For me, working with clients, it's through that conversation that I can suss out whether they are looking to change Mm -hmm. or whether they're just looking to whinge. Because the people who are looking to change are going to be in that growth mindset and they're going to be looking for solutions like you are going to to your therapist and, you know, saying things like that you want to learn how to process. Like I need to process this. I need to let it go. You're in a growth mindset when it comes to your therapeutic Mm. head. But when, if you walked in there and said, woe is me, the world is crumbling. There's nothing I can do. Yeah, I just want to vent. Fix it. Mm. <laughs> That's a fixed mindset, yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think it looks different for everyone. Oh, yeah. So, like, in terms of a um, growth mindset, for me, I have been in, you know, both mindsets before. I'm, I'm sure everyone has. And yeah. I have been in both for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, after Phoebe was born, I suffered postnatal depression, which I think we spoke about last week. Yeah. Um. And in that time, I was very much in a fixed mindset. I was consistently struggling this to is, do yeah. anything. Yeah, you know it's what I mean? that mindset of it's it's a way of thinking. Your mindset mm-hmm. is your way of thinking, mm. and what frame of mind you're in it creates that for you. So, if you, for example, being in that postnatal depression. Oh. <laughs> Are we boring you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> We have um we have my dog laying in the corner because she decided that the glass needed to be penetrated at all costs <laughs> to get in and find out what we were doing. And now she's come in and she's laying there and she's bored. She wanted to eat. She's like, pizza. "Oh, you're not even talking to me." The food wasn't out anymore, so she was like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, fam." No, um, but that that postnatal mindset would have been: "This is my life. I can't fix it. Uh, why bother trying? Nothing's going to change." It was a little bit of that and it, it wasn't so much that I was striving to change and I was striving to be better but every time I failed yeah, because I was in that fixed mindset, I automatically set myself up to fail yeah. and every time I did fail, I berated myself for yeah. it. So that, and that draws you back in to yes. that negativity and keeps you stuck Yes, in that horrible mindset. That whole, if I don't try, I won't fail. But it looks different for everyone and in doing that, I really learned the power of a good routine. And yeah. that for me was the only thing that really pulled me out of it because I set myself up and in little bits, like, you know, I'd set myself up just with a morning routine one day mm-hmm. and I'd favor that morning routine for the following two weeks. And then I'd add a lunchtime routine. Oh, yeah. And then I'd add an evening routine. And over time, I've built it up to a work routine and all that sort of stuff. So keeping. Track on track with that routine, and even days where I didn't manage to get through it, it was still in the back of my mind, and it was still listed there, and I still had to prioritize my day around that routine. So it's funny that for you it's for routine because I think for me it's how I talk to myself in my brain, mm. like it's the conversations that happen in my head. I talk to myself a lot in my head, and that is just because it's the only way I kind of can understand what's going on in there. 
I've always had this vision that inside my head, have you ever seen the movie Inside Out? Oh my God, I love that movie. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, when I, I saw that movie. About inside Out. <laughs> when I saw that movie in the cinemas, You're I cried. Like, I get it. I cried because I was like, someone has just put on the screen what I've been envisioning for the past 20 something years. No way. I love so I've that. Always ex- the way I've always sort of envisioned my head is the eyes are the big screen and mm. everyone is at their desks and there's desks everywhere and there's cabinets up the back. Finally, the cabinet is where my memory goes. And so sometimes when I can't think of something, I'll envision the people like scrounging through files <laughs> going, we know it's in here. But that's, you know, it's when they all look at each other and go, what? Like when you do something dumb yeah, or when, you know, you do something embarrassing and they all just go, well, who the fuck let that happen? Like, who was in charge? Who was in charge? Who was the manager on duty? And that little red one, his head catches on fire. Yes. Oh my gosh. So many times. And there's always someone with a bucket to pour him out. But that's how I know if I'm in a, how, what mindset I'm in. If I'm in good, bad, fixed or growth, whatever it is. There will be someone at the back who kind of waves their hand around, gets your attention, and goes, "We're not okay. There's things going on." They press the trauma button. There's alarms. That is, yeah, turns into a minion movie very quickly. But I love the idea behind that movie. Like, you can't have the good without the bad. Yes. At the end, she was like, "You can't have positive memories without negative memories too." That's 100. percent Feeling all the emotions: angry, sadness, jealous, everything is like. We use that movie a lot, especially in therapy with kids because it helps them understand their feelings. It helps me. (laughs) The little angry dude in my head's like... I I recently worked with a young boy and we're learning about the zones and all the different colours and stuff of um, emotions. And um, I have this chart that I stick in the car when I work with him. So when he first gets in, he gets his little sticker that says me and he puts it on whatever colour he's feeling. That way he doesn't have to communicate it because it's not something he can do yet verbally. But he can go, I'm feeling yellow today or I'm feeling green today. And so he stuck it on green and that was all fine. And then we're learning, um, we're actually using animals to learn how they feel. Um, he had a dog come up to him a little while ago and this dog was going crazy. And he was really overwhelmed and he's like, this dog is going nuts. And I just said to him, the dog's really excited. And he goes, the dog's really yellow. We need to use caution. And I just looked at him like, yeah. I was like, even when you're excited, you need to be careful because you can be overexcited. And he was like, yeah, like this, like I need to step back. And I was like, yes, <laughs> look at me learning. Look we're at making learning. progress. <laughs> but he got in the car, so we like had a play or whatever. And we're going home, the home, like the drive home, five minutes from the park, maybe seven if mm. we get caught the lights. And he suddenly he picks up his little person and he goes from being green and happy and moves it to Aww. bored. <laughs> <laughs> he like, fixed it on board <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes we're nearly home and I was like I looked I said to him I was like you've been in the car for two minutes mate and he's like yeah but you know there's no good song on the radio it's can I have scene. your phone it's not like, my scene today and I've just gone no let, let's talk this out so we went through why he was bored and what, whatnot but Oh, that's so sweet but that's what it is for me it's when there's chaos if yeah. my brain if no one can get anything done because there's 50 billion things to do, everyone's mm-hmm. to-do list is stacking up. Yeah. There's a team in there and if they're going nuts running around with their heads like, what is it? What's that saying? Um, a chook with its head cut off? Yes. That's all I've got going on up there. <laughs> then <laughs> I know I need to get reset. So it's like, hey, Brie, like, go, ah! Just <laughs> <laughs> to go with the horses from last week. <laughs> Useless, 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 useless animal. 
But then that's what creates that unhealthy mindset. That's mm. exactly the word. Chaotic, overwhelmed, yeah. everything's happening. Um, everyone's talking over the top of each other. No one can stay on task. It's a busy workplace. It's almost mm. like, have you seen the um, – the? I'm just, you, you can picture it. You can picture the stockroom floor in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. All the phones are ringing. There's a billion things happening. People are yelling and screaming. Oh, it's a great movie. Mm. Yelling, screaming, running around. That's what it looks like. To me, that's an unhealthy mindset. I would Mm. prefer everybody in their hammocks, laying on the floor, whatever it is, doing their little octopus dance in the back. Like, do you know the way you Oh, I was like, that seems chaotic. There's eight legs just going (laughs) everywhere. Just the wavy dance. (laughs) Your head's full of octopi and chickens. (laughs) My friend called it an octopus dance because she saw, apparently I was doing it. I was telling a good story Mm. and I just started like. Wouldn't it be like a Hawaiian dance? Oh, that probably sounds better. Yeah, it's more relaxing. All right, cool. We're going. Next, doing a Hawaiian dance. Okay, so when Moana Moana starts happening. Mm. But yeah, that, so that's the feeling of a negative versus a positive mindset. Mm. Um, and I think that's – you can list that. You can go positive, healthy, happy, negative, unhealthy, chaotic. And that comes out in different ways. You might not even notice that you are so chaotic in your head that week. Yeah. For me, like it's when my routine falls mm-hmm. so I don't take my supplements in the morning and I just forget to do things that I would normally just do second nature. Oh, my God, yes. Um, don't put it in your diary and then it doesn't happen. Yeah, literally. Or if it's not on my to-do list – you guarantee I'm a fair forget, like yeah. 100%. But I notice I'm anxious when I really can't focus. Um, I don't have much mental clarity throughout my day. Mm-hmm. I have mental clarity when I'm with my clients because they bring yeah, this focus. that focus yeah. back in. Um, but then after that, doing my paperwork, if I'm by myself, I, I lose my routine, I lose my focus and that's yes. how I know I'm feeling anxious. But I don't even notice that until, you know, maybe a day or two after I start feeling anxious. Yeah, I'll stop eating. Oh, yeah, that's I'll stop no eating good. and it, I'll, it's because I'm trying to do 50, ba- 50 billion things yeah. so I just don't eat. You forget. Or it goes the opposite direction and I don't stop eating. Yes. Because, again, it's the only thing. It's probably the only person at their desk who's getting me to, like, do stuff. The, the connection's well, there. A lot of that is... I'm stressed or I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling like big feelings mm. and I'm trying to suppress them. So I'll just shove it all yeah. down. And <laughs> Mine's, a, mine's a lack of sleep. That I really struggle when I'm tired with my yeah. nutrition. I because really, really I'll struggle. crave the sugar because I haven't had the sleep, which we talked about last week um, in the five with the five pillars of health mm. and how when one lacks, the others tend to collapse around it. So if I'm not sleeping because there's 50 billion things to do, And I'm chaotic in my mind. Mm. I'm going to eat a lot of sugar. I'm going to eat a lot of crap. And then all of a sudden I feel gluggy and horrible again. And it's a vicious cycle. And when you're tired, your brain can't like kind of decide whether you're hungry or you need a nap. So having that, (laughs) (laughs) it really can't. Have you napped today? (laughs) It's a a low glucose system. Yeah. And it sends sends very different signals to your brain. Mm -hmm. So what happens is unless you are very intuitive about your nutrition and how you feel and what it is, whether you're hungry or you're tired or you're just yeah. stressed or you're physically tired yes, um, from training and things like that, you start to make the 
unprioritized decision. So rather than prioritizing sleep, you would go and eat something sugary to just yes. boost your energy. Yes. So having that intuition and taking the time to learn about yourself is really, really important too. Yeah, 100%. You need to figure out what it is for you. Your triggers mm. – um, we have a self-development plan at work. So our boss makes us fill it out when we start and we do an updated one. And basically it just goes through all these questions of like, what does it look like when you're – when it, what does it look like when you're feeling anxious? What does it look like? So she has a list and if she sees me and she goes, oh, Bree's seem a bit off today, she looks a bit mm. tired today, she might get that list out and be able to look and go, she might be having some anxious feelings. And it helps her know how to deal with me. So if I'm, for example – not showing up to a meeting because I forget to put it in my diary or mm. I've put it in like I've put it on my calendar on the fridge but I didn't put it in my phone so I didn't see it I've got yeah. a lapse in that memory because again I'm not sleeping properly or there's other stuff going on she knows not to get frustrated with me because I've forgotten an important meeting mm. she knows to ask the question what's going on to have happened to have led to you forgetting a meeting. Yes. Something that we talked about earlier today that you've somehow forgotten now. I think it's so <laughs> good that she does that. It's amazing. I've got to admit, I work in a really good <laughs> workplace. I'm working, but in my old workplace, if I missed a meeting, there was no care factor as to why. There was no question as to what's going on for you that this mm. might have happened. It was, you're bad. You're going to get disciplined for it. Which is not the case. And external factors are have such a huge influence. Mm. And if people don't sit there and question mm-hmm. what's going on around you, they just go, why are you being Yes. Why aren't you working to stand it? Yeah, there's um a video going around at the moment through a couple of therapeutic um socials where it asks you to question why the person you're driving on the highway, why the person in front of you is doing eighty in a hundred zone mm. and you're stuck behind them. You get start to get frustrated because you're like, Go, it's a hundred. Just a little tappy tap, tap tap, it goes <laughs> a little bit faster. But they, that's, when you're getting frustrated with life, they're saying, okay, well, take a second to go, why is that happening for them? Mm. So it might be the fact that the person in front of you has their baby's first birthday cake sitting on the back seat. They might yeah. be bringing home a newborn baby. They might have had an accident last week and this is the first time they're on the road. Mm. Like there's so much that could be going on for someone else yeah. and you have to flip it in reverse for yourself, you know. Yeah. There's a lot that might be going on for me that I'm not recognizing because mm-hmm. my brain is trying to work to fix the problem without having – like it protects itself from the traumas. Yeah. So it'll go into that fight or flight mode. Yes. Yeah. So it's about recognizing um, your triggers for one. Mm. The importance of making sure your support network also know those triggers. I have a um, an emoji with my best friend. And yeah. when one of us is having one of those days, we'll just get a text message with just the emoji in it. Yeah, There's no words. There's I no nothing that. else. It's just – and it never has to be a – it doesn't have to be anything more than a phone call or a text or it might be that I need to rock up at her house with a bag of um, tortilla chips. That's all it might be. I always need that. <laughs> I'll add it to my list. <laughs> um, <laughs> what emoji should we have? <laughs> It used to be the siren. I would send the siren to people when I needed them to mm. like know that something was up. Um, but yeah, for her, it's something a bit different. But a couple of months ago, she texted me and said, I've forgotten what this is. And I, was like, me, I was like, me oh, too. No. Oh, and, no. And she That's goes, so funny. was it was, like, you know, what was it? And I'm like, I don't. And then for some reason, it was the turtle. We realized it was the turtle. 
And I was like, why? She goes, because it's a day when I need to put my head back in my shell. Aww. And I was like, that's really cute, but the meaning was too much. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed a giant X. Like, <laughs> I'm the just mind blowing. Whenever I need tortilla chips now, I'm just going to send you a triangle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and you're like, I'll emergency. <laughs> now you watch, I'll send you back a circle. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, ooh, it's shapes day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that's really important. And that car, you know, driving on the highway with poor traffic analogy is really mm-hmm. cool because we get so caught up in feeling frustrated about someone else's actions, mm-hmm. even though it's like we're not even running late. Is this really even affecting us? All I want to do is get home. And while you're rushing – to feel frustrated and blame them, mm-hmm. you might have missed that you can actually just go around. <laughs> like if you sort of focus on yourself yeah. and just go, okay, well, you do you and I'm just going to go around. Yes. Um, and sort of they use, even people use anger as an escape mm-hmm. as well. You know, when they're feeling overwhelmed, like being stuck behind someone slow. Oh, goodness, yeah, road rage. They <laughs> lash out. In reaction yes. to that as an escape and it's so, so well, important. Well, it's that big emotion popping. Yeah. It's the box, the yeah. box and the ball analogy that it's, a, again, a therapeutic tool Yeah, um, of when. So there's a box. I love this. I l- absolutely love this tool. It's probably one of my favorites. You can use it in anything. It was designed around grief and like um, losing someone. Yeah. But basically it's you picture a box mm-hmm. and at the bottom of the box there's a big giant red button which might say pain or lash out or whatever it is. The walls are a trigger. So every time the ball hits a wall, it gets bigger. Yeah. And sometimes when the ball hits the wall, it might directly hit the button. It might be something so small. The ball could be the tiniest dot and it might still hit the button and the button sends off and that's it. You lash out. Or it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until the point where the ball is the only thing. There is no room left in that box and it's just sitting on that lash out Mm. button. And to understand that, is to be able to look at someone who's screaming at you for no reason that you can really see and go, this isn't about me. Yes. This is them. They're in an unhealthy mindset right now. What, well, you know, how do I handle that? But, yeah. you know, that's it's about understanding. Yeah. Wholeheartedly about understanding. And effective communication. I mean, just blowing up and lashing out mm-hmm. is okay. But doing that for someone else, you don't know what effect it might have on them too. Yes. Um, especially if they're struggling with something as well. Yeah. So it's really important to just keep your cool. <laughs> well, it is. And that comes down to how to actually keep that healthy mindset for ourselves. Because if we're not – so, for example, if I was sitting behind someone in a car and they're doing – they're going really slowly and I'm mm. getting more frustrated, chances are if I'm in an unhealthy mindset, I'm going to react in a negative way but if I'm in a in a more healthier mindset I'm gonna take the time to go maybe there's a birthday cake on the back seat yeah exactly right you're gonna have that and you're gonna have a bit more compassion and I see that so often with my clients too clients who are struggling with an um with a fixed mindset yeah they have an initial goal but because they're still stuck in that mindset. doesn't matter what they, they do, can't, they can't get to it. They can't get to it. And yeah. tra- they just follow their routine training. They follow their nutrition routine. Yes. But because they will always think of themselves as this person and not the 
person that they want to be in their goal, mm-hmm. they can't get there. Yeah. And it's – and uh, there have been so many – like infinite number of studies yes. done on how your mindset affects your lifestyle and especially with like particular relation to composition change in yep. in fitness and nutrition. Um, <clears throat> and it's mentioned in – it was mentioned in my course, it was mentioned in my current nutrition course that it does that and stress and mindset and all the things that encompass – how you think about yourself and yeah. how you live your lifestyle really has an effect on the overall result as well as enjoyment for the journey and noticing different results along the way. Yes. So with mindset, we talk about all of those things, calmness, compassion, clarity. We talk mm. about, um, you know, it's easy to sit here and say, you just got to be positive doesn't work that way like this is where your mind is at the moment this is the way you're thinking about things this Mm. is the way that you're addressing everything that's happening to you um so they talk about the five c's of healthy of a healthy mindset they break it down into five components that help you maintain reset develop and grow a healthy mindset Mm. um and the first one that I know a lot of people don't find easy. <laughs> Let me just get comfortable. <laughs> is calmness. Because yeah. when you're not right I'm up like, here. I'm like, hands up. <laughs> there's frustration and you're getting pissy. Mm-hmm. Um, calm isn't the word for it. <laughs> no. And, you know, I think when you're in that horrible mindset and you're in that place of negativity, the last thing you want someone to tell you you just need to calm down. Yeah, and I I found that so often when I was younger, I would have like frequent anxiety attacks. Yeah. And having someone tell me to calm down was not because I was so – It doesn't work. Because I was so focused on this is wrong and we need to fix it right yeah. now. Having someone say, just calm down, it's okay, it can wait, just didn't yeah, help. Yeah, doesn't address the issue. In no. The, no. So a tip there for yourself – Firstly, mm. but the biggest tip there is about breathing and grounding. Yeah. Now you can't go up to an angry person and say, you need to calm down. Just sit down with me and let's take a breath because mm. you're going to get punched. <laughs> and so you need, it's about distraction. So it mm. might be that it's what you role model. They're probably going to mirror you because they're not thinking straight. So what you do, they're going to do. So whether it's yourself or someone else, sit down. Chances are they're probably going to sit down with you. So good. Um, take a breath or make it really obvious that you're making a big inhale, exhale. And I'm, like just, in, I'm intently listening to a few <laughs> angry people in my life. <laughs> it's It worked for me two nights ago mm-hmm. with a young person who was having a big emotion and I immediately went, okay, just come and have a sit, like come and sit down with me. And they started pacing. Because that's not what they that their brain goes. We can't sit down. There's a yeah. lot of things happening. Too so I sat down. I sat down and I looked up. Eventually, because I'm staring up at this child, they sat down yeah. to be at my level. And then once they sat down, the ground's going to do its work. It, you're reconnecting with the earth. You that energy. You um, what do they call it? You're rerooting. Yes. You're rerouting, you're like yes. a tree. You go straight back to the ground, the ground does its work and fix up some of the frequency that's happening in your body. Yeah. So in that moment, 
she was able to calm down. Same thing we are. So if you're having a chaotic moment, if you can, take your shoes off. Take your shoes off. Whether you're inside a building, if you can go outside and stand in the grass, even better. If you can Mm -hmm. put your feet in the ocean, I envy you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We don't like you and you're not invited (laughs) to our next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's, yeah. That's the practice of grounding is just reconnecting. We are nature and I think a lot of people forget that. You'll feel it. You'll feel it. Just try it. Next time you're sort of feeling a little bit, you know, all over the place, try going for a walk and taking a few breaths and then seeing how you feel afterwards. In the sand is my favourite. Shoes off in the sand. Yeah. Absolutely my favourite. Yeah. Or in the ocean water. Whichever you can get to. Yeah, <laughs> the quickest. <laughs> so d- by doing that, by going out and taking a walk, um, taking a couple of breaths, you can do it at your desk if you need to. You can do it while you're driving behind that person doing now, probably 60 in the 100 zone because <laughs> no one ever gets better. <laughs> no one gets faster at no that. No <laughs> one ever picks up on that. Um, you know, that starts to adjust your clarity, which mm. is the next C. You go for that walk. You might even hear it. You'll hear it in sport a lot when a coach is mad. If someone like, you know, comes off the angry, they're not doing it. It'll be like, walk it out, walk it off. Yes. Go on, walk it off. Go for I've a walk. Go around the, yep. Go around the block. Come back. Tell me how you feel then. I used to do that when I played soccer too. Yeah. It's really yeah. important. Um, and it's something that we kind of just do because we've always, that's just how we've been dealt with. But yeah. it's what you do when you go for that walk. So what are you thinking mm. about? Are you going to stay on what's made you mad, what's causing you chaos, or are you yep. going to reset your priorities? So yes. getting clarity on what the main energy is, which is what I did this week. When I was chaotic, I hit Wednesday and I went, nope, I need to clear everything out, put all my devices away, log out of some apps. <laughs> I love that. And then hit reset. Yeah. And that, you know, when I hit reset for the day, I gave myself the whole day. Good. Thursday, new day, break, wake up, let's go again. My Good. priorities were different. I actually have on my wall, I have three just PDF printouts. I think I made them on Canva or something in like five minutes. And um, they kind of outline, they just, they're just there as a reminder to say the things that I would do when I'm feeling overwhelmed and things like that. So on the one side it has, I feel overwhelmed when – Yada yada yada. My yep. space isn't clear, and and I said, what and so, causes you chaos? Yeah, and so when I'm struggling with that, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I'm feeling anxious, I go back and refer to that. And there's a few key things, like even as simple as having a tea on my back step in front yep. of the sunshine for five minutes before waking your child up. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw you post about that this week. I was like, yes, Kate, are <laughs> like, you? I'm so I was soaked up every minute of that five minutes and you know <laughs> before what? I had to wake her up. <laughs> you would have woken her up and dealt with her first thing in the Very morning well. better than yeah. if you'd just gone in and gone get up. I need to go make a tea. Yeah, yeah, I know. So Good I made you. made it made sure I make sure in the mornings that I have my time before I wake her up because she is just a ball of energy. <laughs> It's well, a beautiful ball of energy. But no, <clears throat> I have those things outlined so that if I'm struggling or if I'm feeling like I'm in a fixed mindset, I guess, I will go and have a look at those and go, oh, maybe I should just take a walk and have a few breaths and realign, realign my good, values and my goals. That's a really good reflective practice too because yeah. if you're laying in bed and you're kind of like, you know, tossing and turning, you probably look up at it. It's a bit mm. of a reminder. 
Like, yeah. Oh, look at that. That's it's actually in my living it's room. It's literally written on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? In those moments, though, you have to have that compassion for yourself. We mm. don't do that. We're naturally not going to give ourselves compassion because we're usually giving it to everyone else. And we have none left. No, we really don't. We really, <laughs> no, we really don't. There's, um, there's a lot of research done around what happens when we empty that cup into somebody else's cup. Because mm. if, you, if you're a natural, com- naturally compassionate person, you are constantly giving. You are constantly feel that. giving everyone the benefit of the doubt, whether it's, you know, <laughs> whether, you know, you are, you are there for everyone else. You're never there for yourself. Mm. So by first, you're never there for yourself first. If you have anything left over, it usually goes to something else. Yes, too. 100%. And that's that's the third C is compassion. So when you're out for your walk and you're calming down and mm. you're resetting your priorities and getting that clarity, yeah. forgive yourself for the fact that things got a little crazy. I always just remind myself that no one can be perfect and you like sometimes you just can't hold it together all the time and it's totally okay to be imperfect as well. You know, those emotions are valid. There's a reason why we have an anger button. There's a reason why we lash out. If we never reacted that way, we'd never know where our boundaries lie. I should say consideration of perfect. You should. Societal (laughs) pressure of perfect. (laughs) Yeah, your version of perfect. Yeah. You know, what's your standard for yourself? Um, Have a look at why... In those moments where you kind of go, okay, yeah, today I snapped. Today, you know, I went off at so-and-so. And Mm. to have compassion on the fact that it's okay to get that wrong and it's okay to react and be impulsive. Again, you're human. You're going to make mistakes. Like we will give someone else the compassion when they have a tantrum and lose their their shit and walk out. We do. We're We're so patient. We're so patient. But we're never patient with ourselves. I know. (laughs) Never patient with ourselves. Oh, man. But once you learn how to to be compassionate with yourself, and a lot of that comes down to self-care, you know, of even for some people they go down that route of, um, okay, when I get home tonight, I'm going to, you know, cook dinner and whatever. Then I'm going to put some eye patches on and I'm just going to forget the world exists. That's that. having compassion for yourself because mm. you're going, you know what? I need to do that. Yeah. I need to not put the TV on tonight. I need to go to my room and just yes. like lay in the darkness and forget the world that's exists. But have compassion on the fact that you need to do that. And that's the escape. I always use yeah, the, the TV escape. as the escape. But I think as well as that, being confident in yourself, knowing yourself very well and trusting yourself to know the right decision along your journey too and enjoying that along the way. Yeah. So a lot of the time um, my clients, they you know, they come in. I refer back to my clients because so much of this just Mm -hmm. flows through my work. Yeah. And my clients come in usually with an initial goal. It's usually body composition. Um, I get some really wicked goals. Clients come in and they're like, I want to improve strength. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> ready. <laughs> let's go right now. <laughs> um, and I love that. So um, so they usually come in because they're not feeling great about themselves. So starting in that, again, fixed mindset, I don't like who I am. I want to change. They've made the first step, but they still struggle initially to see their own changes. And sometimes the results that they get aren't initially the ones aren't the ones that they initially yeah. wanted. And so teaching them to enjoy building that routine around a healthy lifestyle, living health, 
living wellness and enjoying the different results along the way is a really big part of our service as well. You need, you absolutely need to recognize that it is a journey. Mm. And there's a reason why the name working out wellness just fit for us. And that's purely because we're still working it out ourselves. Yeah. And we can appreciate that this is something that a lot of people are going to be working out. So if these tips are starting to resonate, write them down, yeah. you know, think about it the next time you're having a little bit of a moment. It, you might not need to do all five. We've only um, gone through three now, but you might mm. need to remind yourself, okay, hang on. I've got a lot going on. I need to give myself a break here mm-hmm. and let's put some strategies in place. Yes. Yeah. So the fourth C is concentration. Um, this one's really, really <laughs> tough. <laughs> I say that from For experience. Us. <laughs> For us specifically. <laughs> so basically concentration talks about focusing on what matters. And in the moment – that person in front of you driving it now probably 55 <laughs> is <laughs> this our little just keeps getting probably, slower <laughs> yeah cuz that's how it goes his car's actually just breaking down have you down. driven over the pine river bridge lately it no, doesn't go much faster than 60 <laughs> i don't actually leave my house <laughs> like ever <laughs> but you know when you've got that person in front of you who's you know going slow you need to focus on what actually matters and what actually matters is that they've probably got something going on right now and for you, this isn't the biggest deal. Even if it is, you could have someone pushing out a baby on your back seat and you're like, I need to get past you. You and your mm. birthday cake move. <laughs> you know, like I need to, again, focus on what matters. It's safety what matters. Like, we need that baby actually... to be alive and everyone to be okay when we get there. So yeah. reset what actually matters here. Are you, mm. do you, do you have goals that you should be working towards? Are you in the middle of a really busy work day? Yes. Is there something that takes a bit more priority right now? Yes. So while everything's chaotic and you've mm. gone out for a walk and you're taking in some really deep breath, re- re-oxygenating your body. That's right. <laughs> I, I was like, damn, she got it. <laughs> re-oxygenating just doesn't sound like a real word. I know it is. I'm spelling it in my head, but... Anyway, when you're re-oxygenating your body and you're figuring out what the priorities are through clarity, you end up Mm. going, okay, cool. Here's some compassion. Mm. Now you can reset concentration. And that that also aligns with your values and morals as well. So, I mean, what's important to you? Exactly right. And a lot of that... I can refer back to previous relationships where we would just argue over bullshit. Like argue over dishes in the sink. Like every time a situation comes up, you know, even if you are driving behind that slow person and you're not running late for work, you're not in a rush, you've already got your coffee. So you're pretty much set. There's some good – you can change your mindset to go, okay, there's some good tunes on the radio. The sun's coming up. The water looks great. I'm just going to take this time to – enjoy where I am yeah and always looking at a situation going is it a deal breaker yeah you know what I mean like are the dishes in the sink a deal breaker yeah you know am I gonna leave is this it really person? the biggest focus yeah like could I just walk away and go and do something else yes and that is really important when we're procrastinating as well mm-hmm. we can really turn that especially if we've already pre-planned 
a list. Mm-hmm. We can turn that procrastination, we can turn away from the job that we're really struggling to focus on yeah. and go and do productive procrastination. Yes. So whether that's That sounds like a made-up thing. <laughs> it <laughs> definitely isn't. <laughs> I will do some productive procrastination. I could have made it up yesterday, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but like when I'm struggling with paperwork or when I'm just feeling a bit foggy about programming or something, I'll go upstairs I'll try and um, – oh, I was, on, I was on that show, The Big Bang Theory. And <laughs> Sheldon was really Ladies struggling. Ladies and gentlemen, she won't watch The Secret or Zac Efron <laughs> in Down to Earth, but she'll rewatch Big I Bang watched, Theory over and over. No, no, I watched it ages ago but um, when I was like a teen. But what happened is Sheldon was really struggling with something at work. He really yeah. couldn't figure it out. He couldn't pinpoint what was going wrong. So he got a job as a busboy. As a dish, oh yeah, dish yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, and um, he dropped a plate of dishes and figured out what was yes. going on. So sometimes, even just doing things that are second nature, like driving or yep. cleaning the house or whatever, can really help clear your head as well. Oh my god, how many times have you just gotten in the car and gone for a drive? I love it. I adore it. Mm. And usually, like cleaning my house is really therapeutic for me too. Yeah, and I'll listen to my now lectures that I've mm-hmm. started while I'm cleaning my house because I can actually retain information a bit better when I'm doing something yes. at the same time. Concentration is amazing. Yeah. It's weird how it works because sometimes I'm really like, weird. it's not working. Yeah. And then we pull a file from the back of that filing cabinet and go, look, we were listening. <laughs> 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 I remember that time from three years ago. <laughs> I find it. I find it. <laughs> it's really cool though. Like, And when I was in uni the first time, <laughs> I, I had to sit in class and take notes and I didn't retain anything. Oh, heck no. Nothing. Nothing at all. I was so much so, better as an online learner. Yeah, I am. Made no friends, didn't care because <laughs> I was actually I just stuff. like really not having to go into the base, like into uni camp. I just yeah. don't want to do that. With your explanation there about having to go upstairs and, and do that productive procrastination, I'm going to call everything I do. Pro- pro- I mean, it makes sense because <laughs> I'm watching Zach Efron. It's productive. <laughs> <laughs> but the other day when I was doing my list and I did all the things at the bottom of the list, like mm. put your washing on, mm. you know, wash the dog. I ticked all those things off Yeah, and I was productively You're procrastinating. Productive. Yeah. You weren't just sitting watching TV. Look at that. Having compassion for ourselves. Go us. Of us. The last <laughs> Both of us. Both of us. Tap, tap. High five. <laughs> the last C is courage. And this yeah. one used to confuse me mm-hmm. um, because I would be like, okay, so I'm, I'm out for a walk and I've cleared my mind and we've, we've hit reset. And I've forgiven myself. And now you want me to be brave? (laughs) I did all these great things today. I was like, hang on. I'm going to go and productively procrastinate by not doing that. (laughs) Let's do the four C's again. (laughs) It's it's about having the, you're going to say courage. It's not always the best word. I don't love it. But it's about having the strength to go, okay. I'm hitting I'm hitting reset. I'm doing that for me. I'm having mm. the I'm having the courage to step away from everyone over here and be selfish for a second and go, I need this. Yeah. Um what I did Wednesday, what I did when I took off in a van for a week Good. and bug it off. Sometimes you just need to have that courage to go, okay, mm. I need to take a week off work. And that's I haven't okay. been able to because, you know, 
bills got to be paid, have the courage and the faith to know that it will reset. There mm. will be a pay the following week. You yeah. will get to go back and finish the things you started that you're now going to leave to the side. Yes. All of that will happen. You just have to hit reset. And having the courage to trust yourself to be able to do that and pull yourself back out yes. of a fixed mindset. Trust your instincts, people. Mm. Trust your instincts. Because that's kind of like my mantra. I always pull myself out or I always get it done. So when I feel overwhelmed mm. about my workload or anything like that, I know that I always pull through yeah. and manage, which is... I used to think about that with uni. I'd be like, man, this thing's due in two days. I always get it done. Yeah. Like I yeah. always got I my used to do that in school. Done. Yeah. yeah. I, I would be up for like, I would oh, have three hours sleep <laughs> in three days, but I would get it done. So I never, I ch- kind of channel that now I go yes okay I'll get it done and then I use my routine and I go okay well let's just start with one thing yes having the courage to trust yourself to make it yes so to use our analogy we're driving down the road we're driving behind someone who's going about 60 ish now we're gonna say they've got I do like this analogy it's ever-changing but I do like (laughs) because it gets harder (laughs) they're going 60 and you're sitting behind them you've gone through all of it Chances are tomorrow, the next day, next week, when you're Mm. driving on the highway again and you come up behind someone who starts to slow down and you go, you're just looking at this number plate like, why? Mate. (laughs) Didn't I? I already did this. I did this last week. (laughs) But now you have the tools to help you deal with that, to stop you getting angry, to stop you lashing out. You know, you might instantly go, you know what? Fine. Turn the radio up. Or yeah. I'm going to indicate and go around this guy and I'm going to keep going with my job and hope he has a good day. Yeah. You know? Um, Just knowing that you can change your mindset. It's it's not easy. I was about to say it's so easy. It's not it's easy. Not. But you now have five ways to get yourself to a better mindset. Yes. Mm. Starting with calmness, taking a big deep breath, um, reprioritizing, gaining clarity again. Having compassion for yourself to to say, you know, okay, I had a big feeling but I mm-hmm. I made it through and no one got hurt in the process. Or but even if they did, you can apologize. You can apologize. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I've had to do that before. <laughs> um, focusing on what matters in that situation, in that time and then having the courage to go, great, yeah. I did awesome there. Yes. I can do that again next time Yes, as well. Take the time. I'm going to encourage you to take the time to think about what works for you. Mm -hmm. So for me, it is going for a walk, going for a drive. Uh, For Kate, it's going and cleaning the house, just hitting reset on her environment. What is it for you? Mm. And does that work in your current routine? Think about the situations that stress you out, put you in a negative mindset. Is it that you're waking up and feeling a bit crazy? Okay, do you need to change your room around? Do you need to look for different ways to make yourself more comfortable when you wake up? Are you not waking up in enough time? You're not giving, you know what, you're not giving yourself enough time in the morning. I'm going to encourage you to go and figure that out for yourself. And also, we want to encourage you to reach out to someone you can trust as your support network yeah. and organize a safety thread like your emoji yes. um, with your friends. Yes. So organize with them to have a siren or something when you're struggling. Yeah. You let them know 
and they can help you through that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be like they have to drop everything and run to you. No. It could just be that, okay, someone knows that I'm in a bit of a bad state and when we both have some free time, we'll talk about it. Yeah, and having someone accept that you're in a bad state too so that it's not just you, they will help you have courage to make sure that you know that it's okay to feel that way too. Definitely. So when we talk about going and getting – going and figuring out your way – I'm going to add some extra challenge to that. I want you I've to already got so much on. <laughs> no, this isn't a hard challenge. It's a good challenge. I want you to go on Instagram. I want you to go on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I want you to search Working Out Wellness. And I, I want you to it. comment, DM, whatever it is. Find a way to reach us and let us know what you're doing. Comment, Give us tips. Comment your emoji too. Comment your emoji. Mm. We're going to get a lot of people being like siren, 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 siren. <laughs> Siren, siren, monkey. Just, I was going to say, there'll be one frog or something. <laughs> um, yeah. In saying that, you can find us on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook for the Working Out Wellness podcast. I love that, actually. That's cool. Here you've got two new friends that you can reach out to and go, I'm having a bit of a frog day. Um, you know, and sometimes you might just need someone to be like, okay, just give us, tell us what's going on. Yeah. That might be it. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let us know. What do you do when your mindset needs that needs to hit reset? I'd be interested to see what people come I up. Know. Maybe some of them could help us too. Well, I'm thinking that because, you know, you can't always go for a walk when you're one-on-one with a client. Mm. It's a bit rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really stressed out right now. <laughs> you're just going to have to stay here. <laughs> I mean, at least your clients are adults. <laughs> if I said that to a six-year-old, I'm like, you just stay at the park. I'll be back because <laughs> you're really stressing me out. <laughs> I hope you have insurance. <laughs> but no, we, we love to hear from our listeners mm-hmm. and we're really excited to chat with you about your methods of coping with that. 100%. Do yeah. you have any idea what we're talking about next week? Yep. <laughs> I do. It's in my list. Oh. <clears throat> so just before we wrap up, I do want to be a bit human. And I do want to point out, so Kate and I have been sitting on the floor of my studio here for roughly two and a half hours. And we, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I want, I want to show that we practice what we preach. So we went through, we could not, both of us just weren't feeling right about what was being said, what we were recording. So we took a break. We reset. We actually like moved around a bit, got our body Mm. moving. We talked about what we're trying to focus on. We actually really did sit down, focus, tell each other, you know what, we've had big days. What is it that's not working right now? What do Mm. we need to do? And we hit reset. And then we had the courage to re-record. Yeah. And we did. We had had the courage to push ourselves. Yeah. Because we said, we'll try until nine. Yeah. And And if it doesn't work, we'll reconvene. Yeah. And then Kate said, okay, so we'll reconvene. And I just went... Oh, and then she goes, wait, no, no, we'll go to nine. (laughs) I was like, I "I meant we'll progress. She's going to bail. So I want you to understand that it works. Mm. Tonight is an absolute (laughs) (laughs) proof that this this shit works. Um, So give it a try. Definitely. Let us know how it goes. Mm -hmm. And join us for next week because we're going to look into the power of a good routine. Kate's mindset gold mine. Is a power of a good routine in your house. Actually, that makes a lot of sense with you. Well, I never even had – I never had routine growing up. 
No. Ever. We were always late to everything and I'm still working on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's only been the last maybe 12 months that I've really implemented routine as a crucial part of my lifestyle. Yeah. And it's worked and I'm very excited about that. And even when I fall off track – even just doing a few things out of that routine pulls me back on. Yeah. So next week we will have episode four, Power of a Good Routine. Um, so now that we're out and about and we're up live and uploading each week, jump on our socials, interact with us. We're currently recording this a month in advance. So I'm not going to lie, we probably don't know what's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> like, go over there. I'm sure there's a question. <laughs> Check out our recent posts. And if it resonates with you, give us a comment, give us a like, reach out to us over DM um, and send in topics that you want to hear as well. Yes, please. We love learning and we love to deliver information that we find credible and we love to draw on our own experience to deliver advice to you guys. So whatever you guys want to hear, uh, we want to – We want to put it out there. Yeah. So join us next week when we are working out wellness. 